We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is going to be the first week that we try our beer of the week later. Yes. So that we can taste the difference later. Eight eight days later. If there is a difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're assuming we'll see slight changes, right? You know, I'm 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 leaving it pretty open for me. Okay. Yeah. I was just I've never really done this before, so I'm just kind of in my head, like really, really kind of listen to your taste buds and yeah. be like, what do you what do you taste in that's different? So that's going to be in our beer of the week, uh, like we had teased. Uh, that is our beer of the week for the next four weeks. So we are drinking beer. Which one should I open first? Oh, um, the one in your hand. Okay. Because we've had it before. Uh, we're going to be drinking beer, but the actual beer of the week will be our beer of the week through Barrelick Brewing, um, and we'll be trying to kind of figure out and taste it along with you guys every seven days or so to uh, see how it changes if it changes. You can find this podcast, most places you can find podcasts, on Radio.com app, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, 1080thefan.com, Omni, Stitcher, social media pages. We are at Instagram.com slash beers on us. I am at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Patrick is at P that he's 085 on Instagram. That's where you can interact with us. And, and if you want to try the beer that we collabed with Berelick, you can get it at yep. either Berelick location, Northeast Halsey, Southeast 11th, or you can go online to their website and do home delivery and they will bring the beer to you and you won't have to move your lazy ass off the couch. Nick will literally walk to your door with it. Yes. Not always Nick. Yeah. Some, sometimes Nick. But maybe you'll get Nick. Maybe you'll get Nick. Um, and he will literally give you the beer. <laughs> yep. I had a friend send me a snap that they had the home delivery. And I was like, awesome. I didn't know you liked beer. And they were like, well, it's for my family. But you know, they were happy. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, cool. Uh, so far, everybody who's tried the beer has said it's very good, yep. which is very nice to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, we liked it when we first had it. But having all the listeners support Berlick and go and buy the beer and in turn support the podcast is badass. Yeah, and it's super cool. Yeah, I'm very thankful to all you guys. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of got caught there. I didn't know you were going to stop. Um, yeah, you know. <laughs> well, I, I um, thought you wanted to jump in, and I was like, yeah, I've been talking for a while. Like, I know. was ready to jump in, and then you stopped, and I went, why did he stop? Anyway, um, yeah. The, <laughs> because we're having a conversation. Yeah, the, the response has been fantastic. Um, you know, I've, I've even internally given some to some of the Breakside crew, and you know, and the, and the reaction has been very positive. Um, 
I need to stop doing what I've been doing, and I've been drinking the beer almost every day. Uh, but I need I will stop after this week to make tisk, sure tisk. for podcast reasons. It's really tough because it's really good. It is. And uh, we even got some great response from uh, the station here at, at 1080 Intercom. Everybody around here, we kind of passed some around, and everybody's been very supportive and has really enjoyed it. Even some of our... Hosts are on-air talent who aren't IPA drinkers thought the beer was fantastic. Whether they were lying to me, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody seems to have had a really good time. And, uh, yeah, so thanks. So let's keep it up. Yeah. Let's sell sell that bad boy out. I've uh, had a lot more willpower than Patrick has. I have, there's just like 10 of them in my fridge. I, I know. a case and there's like 10 of them in my fridge. I'm like, I know. Oh, I'm going to have one of those. I, I have not had one out of the can since uh, the first day. I just had it on tap that one day, mm-hmm. this Saturday. And that was the only time I've had it since that first Wednesday. Um, so for me, when we do our Beer of the Week today... It's going to be a, a, a basically a true eight days. Awesome. Good and for I'm, you. I'm very excited about that. I will that. do that from here on out. I promise. I mean, yeah. And then, you know. I'll tell you what. I'll drink some. <clears throat> I'll drink some tonight. Ah, so and, it's the same day. So it's the same day. And then very I smart. And then I won't touch it for a while. Very smart. <clears throat> yeah, because I got some in the fridge, too, which I'll probably have to do the similar strategy. Yeah. Um, all right. So before we get into our episode today, which will be 2020 Freshies number one. Woo! We got two fresh hop beers in front of us today. Uh, let's do a quick week in beer. Mine was nothing too crazy special. I did go to Berlick, like I said, on Saturday. I uh, ran into a couple listeners to the podcast there. They said hi. Um, that was Andy and Paul, so great to meet. Well, I had met Paul before, but great to meet slash see you guys, and thank you guys for going out and getting the beer. Uh, I had Beer of the Week on tap. I had Punk Rock Time on tap, and I had Eastside Fresh Hot Pilsner out of the can because they had run out of it in the keg. Oh, really? Uh, so that was just, quick. They just poured it for see me. Ya. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All three were fantastic, of course. Uh, Punk Rock Time on Tap, I haven't had in a long time. It was really good. It tastes great on <laughs> yeah, draft. It's yeah. a really great draft beer. Um, and then in terms of what I bought this weekend, I bought myself a Sticky Hands. I bought myself a Claim 52 IPA, which I cannot remember the name of. It was, uh, of course, it was a hazy. It was not labeled a hazy. Uh, it was, it's some sort of like a community outreach charity IPA that I cannot find online at all. Uh, but it was a Good for a hazy, you know. Cool. I, I mean, it's it's not like it was not one of their like super juicy ones. It was just yeah. had a haze to it. I got a Pelican Black and Beautiful, and I had a Bobtoberfest from Heater Allen. Uh, the Pelican Black and Beautiful was my favorite Black and Beautiful I've had so far. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful. Sorry, um, I've been probably calling it wrong the nope, entire nope. time. Nope, that's the first time I've ever heard you say Black and Beautiful. Okay, I mean it's kind of the same thing, right? Uh, I black think we want and, the message to be Black is beautiful direct. Or I'm black and beautiful Ah, okay Black is beautiful Apologies uh, That's my favorite one of that series so far Oh, cool That's awesome um, It's been a solid series And I've been really going out of my way To find every single one that I can um, From a different brewery mm. And out of the can Imperial Stouts are hit or miss Like we talked about uh, But this one was in a bottle It was in a 22 mm-hmm. And it just tasted better It was yeah. one of the best ones I had had So bravo to Pelican and I was uh, slightly disappointed by the Bobtoberfest, oh, that's which was weird. weird because last year I loved it. Yeah, but, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm definitely going to snag one of those when I get the chance. Um, for whatever reason, it just didn't. It just didn't hit right for me. This, hmm. It wasn't like a bad beer. I just kind of had it and was. I just wasn't blown away. Gotcha. And last year when I had it, I was blown away. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the difference was. Maybe it was me. Maybe it was the day mindset. But that was my week in beer. Gotcha. Nothing crazy. Uh, let's see some stuff that I drank. Uh, I mean, I've been drinking a lot of uh, fresh hop beer. You know, at, at Breakside, we we've released our first can of fresh hop beer, which 
might almost be gone. Mm. So keep your eyes, at least pub-wise. There might be some in the wild. Um, this so is my I, first fresh hop I'm having right now. Oh, okay. Well, I guess minus the East Side Pilsner. Yeah. So so I kind of did that. I was also at Bear Lake the other day with my partner. Her and I went there. What did I drink? I think I drank. I'm assuming you had our beer on tap. No, I didn't. She did. Oh. Yeah. Um. I, they There was something else on draft that I wanted to drink. I don't remember, but I was there because I, I love the the super secret beer club there. And uh, what else? Let's see. I had a fieldwork IPA that I didn't quite love. It was really dank and resinous, and maybe I was in the wrong frame of mind to drink it, but I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. What is fieldwork? Fieldwork is a brewery in California. Okay. And mostly a lot of West Coast IPAs. Uh, what else did I have? I had some. I had a couple pints of fresh Bodhisattva on draft at Cerveza a few days ago. That tasted great. Mm. Yeah, we were really. We've talked a lot about <clears throat> uh, Georgetown recently. Yeah, and 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 I was really excited to taste fresh Bodhi and it be pleasant because I've had a little kind of inconsistencies with that and Johnny Utah over the COVID life. <clears throat> so that was really nice. I also had. Uh, what is it? I think it's Spica or Spica, the dry hopped Pilsner from uh, Ecliptic. Mm. <clears throat> it's like their house Pilsner. Yeah. It was incredible. It was great. I massively enjoyed it. Oh, I just remembered the last beer I had. You saying that? Hmm. Um, the last beer I had was Mr. Postman from Wolves and People. Oh, okay. It's a pale ale, I think. And it's, set of the, it's made with spelt. Okay, yeah. And you said Spica, so that was, it oh, was gotcha. like SP. Um, <clears throat> that was my favorite beer of the week, actually. Oh, awesome. It was really good. I just totally forgot. It was like, it was a very simple looking can that was kind of cool. Um, that was really good. So bravo to Wolves and People. Sorry nice. for interrupting, but I just, no, you're good. I remembered. That was my last beer that I had this and, week. And that's, and that's pretty much, I was out at Grains of Wrath yesterday uh, meeting with uh, my old friend Owen and, and Badger was there too, some old friends of mine in the biz. And drank through a lot of their GBF submissions. Um, their you tickle- just drank through it all, like you just <laughs> emptied their, it out. Their their ticklish warrior uh, session IPA that they entered. Nobody also- else can have this but me <laughs> and GBF. Yeah. Also, Owen created a, a nice like Southern Hemisphere pale ale called Giggle Horse, which I really enjoyed as well. And of course, their Vienna Lager was tasting fantastic. And we had Built for Speed yesterday. Yep. And then I grabbed some cans of Built for Speed and cans of Dystopia, also their their competition batch. And I liked the dystopia more. I thought it was really good. I, I think I have an extra can. I'll, I'll hold on to one for you. Okay. You don't have to if you yeah. don't want to. I've had the beer before. But We, uh, fed, we, we drank, uh, I drank Bill for Speed yesterday, and I was even kind of talking with Owen a little bit. It, it's got a little extra, little extra oomph. Mm. You know, it's got a little extra hot punch to it. So that was kind of nice and fun. Let us know your week in beer by DMing us on Instagram.com slash beers on us. All right. We got 2020 Freshies. Number one, we have two fresh hop beers in front of us. This is my second fresh hop beer of the season, and this is the uh, the one we have every year. I believe this is how we always start freshies, is with it's, a fresh uh, hop Elliot from old, Ex Novo. All reliable. All reliable. I remember the very first fresh hop episode where I damn near pissed myself because this <laughs> beer was so mind-blowing to yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I've since become more used to super dank uh, flavors and beers, but uh, yeah, I love this beer. Yeah, it's about two year, two weeks old. Two years. <laughs> it's about <sighs> two weeks old. It was canned on the twenty first. I bought some and had some on draft the day they released it, um, because I wanted to try it. And I just because of last week's episode, and I haven't even had the chance. Oh man, I should. I have an extra one in the fridge for you to like go home and enjoy. Um, 
So yeah, this is. I've usually... also forgotten to bring you the double mountain beer that I have for you about two months straight. <laughs> this is a, uh, you know, this is uh, us- usually one of the first ones. Uh, it is <clears throat> with Centennial Hops uh, from Goshi Farms. Yeah, Goshi Farms. I'm seeing a lot Down of promotion lot for of, Goshi yeah. Farms this year. They made they made big strides over the last two years of being kind of a kind of a pretty solid player in the Oregon scene. I don't know how far their hops stretch outside of Oregon. That's kind of way out of my knowledge range. This but, year was the first time I've seen their name promoted at all. I mean, I know them because we yes. buy hops from them, but. Uh, yeah, this year seems to be a pretty pretty strong showing from them. Like I know the guys at Grains got some strata from them. As know, did Berlick. As did Berlick. Um we got strata from them too, I believe. Yeah, so And yeah, this is Centennial. <clears throat> this is Centennial from Goshi. You, you, from Goshi. Usually one of the first hops harvested, at least IPA wise. Goshi spelled G O S C H I E. That's right? it. And uh, so if you're seeing that out and about on social media, then that's what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Where is it exactly? It's in the Willamette Valley. I'm not sure exactly where it is. Down there in like wine country where Crosby and Goshi just have sodbuster, just all have giant hop fields. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you grow grapes here really well? Hmm. What else can grow really well? Hmm. So that's kind of, that's the the plethora of Oregon hops is in that area. Uh, interestingly enough, out of, I think this is the third Elliott Fresh Hop we've had on this podcast. I think podcast. so too. I was about to say the same. This is the least um, dank of the three that we've had thus far. We've had some in the past that I think kind of leaned a little vegetative. Yeah, which, which I actually kind of enjoy. Yeah, but. and I don't really enjoy. I find this a lot more kind of balanced. It's very, it's much <clears throat> easier drinking. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not as like pungent, um, but still has some really great, you know, grassy character to it. I get a lot of kind of like, <clears throat> I've always gotten this from this beer and I hope it's not placebo right now, but I always get a lot of kind of like watermelon Mm. out of this out of this hop and this beer um and that's kind of what i'm feeling i really enjoy it and it's you know today is the today's the third and this was canned on the 21st so it's a little longer in the tooth than you necessarily want fresh hops but still tasting really good yeah you get a lot of the grassiness right in the middle of the palate uh, you initially get a good hop burst in the in the beginning of the sip. Mm-hmm. Then mid palate is where the kind of fresh hop grassiness kind of really shines. And you're right. I don't I don't know if it's watermelon. It's something on the back end of the sip that's leaving a nice little fruity taste lingering. Maybe it's watermelon. I'm really bad at deciphering the fruit flavors in <clears> beers. <throat> I'm getting better. Uh, but I know the term tropical is so brutal to me. Yeah. Because like I hate whenever I have to use the term tropical. Because that's just such a plethora of different flavors. Like a mango is different than a pineapple, but yep. they're both tropical. And they're different from a guava. Yeah, and, you know what I mean? And yeah. so tropical's always been tough for me, but sometimes, yeah, it is hard to pinpoint if it is guava, if it is a mango, and that's and tropical can be there. I, it, I'm just and trying... And is there a big difference between tropical and fruity? Yeah, I get this. Is so. citrus tropical? No. You know, I, I think but you know it, what I, I mean? Like, yeah, it's but just I think, a, a mired of layers. I think it's a way to try to put someone's mind in the right place mm-hmm. so like you say tropical and then you're looking for like beachy fruit flavors mm-hmm. if you say citrus you're thinking about like your morning drink yeah. right grapefruit juice orange juice something like that um you're thinking about excuse me like lemon lemon zest it's like it changes where your your mind goes when you're looking for the sip so i don't mind it just because then I kind of know what I'm looking for because I struggle so much to figure out like this is fruity, but what is it? Right. I've only done it once where I was like, that's pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is pineapple. Yeah. And I know what pineapple <clears throat> tastes like. Yeah. We're about to release Biotransformers uh, in at, at, at Slabtown. And 
that beer has always just been pineapple to me. I don't know if the brewers and, and Ben and, and the rest of the crew agree with me, but to me, I'm just like, that's what that tastes like. <laughs> that's what that tastes like. And you cannot tell me otherwise. It's pineapple. <laughs> but you also hate pineapple. Yes, so. <laughs> yes. So I'm a little sensitive to it. Yeah, maybe that's why you can taste it so well. Here's your like, ew. This beer's gross. Don't sell it. Pineapple's terrible. <laughs> we, um, used to make, we used to make this. We probably still will make it again called Pineapple Under the Tea. It's like black tea with pineapple, and it's a kettle sour, and people love it. That sounds, it's really, it's really cool. That it's, sounds not up my alley. It's at all. really, it's a really cool great beer. And then I, I'm like, well, I gotta taste it. And every time I taste, it, I'm just like, oh, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm not a big tea guy either. So. Well, I'm a big tea guy, and the tea on the back end really kind of like rounds out the the like the big fruit bomb and and the little bit of the tartness gives a little earthy quality to it. So it's a really cool beer. Mm. And every time I'm like, I'm gonna like it this time. I like pineapple. I'll do it. And then I taste it. I'm like, I hate pineapple. <laughs> I do that. This is not with beer, but in my everyday life, I do that with olives. Yeah. I hate, hate olives. All olives. Kalamata, black, green. I do not care what olive it is. Right. I hate them. But I will try them multiple times a year because I know that people love olives. And olives are on things that I like. So I will eat it. And then I will go, nope. <laughs> Nope. When I was a kid, me and my sister. Even the ones that are stuffed with blue cheese. I love blue cheese. It doesn't make it any better. When I was a kid and uh, it would be like a pizza night or we'd go out for pizza, my sister and I would share a small pizza and we each got to choose a topping. I always chose sausage. She always chose black olives. Terrible choice. So I have been eating black olives. I'm not the biggest like Kalamata olive guy uh, or green olives that much. I would do green olives... Like um, with blue cheese wrapped in prosciutto or whatever you want to do. Are the Kalamata olives? Those are the purpley those ones. Those are the purple ones. Yeah, the, the 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 most dominating flavor in the history of flavors, a Kalamata olive. <laughs> um, I don't I don't love those, but black olives I'm fine with. I'm fine with black olives. Yeah, but I try. I keep trying. That's Good. the important part. I don't. I I know at some point you know tastes change and some some things are acquired tastes and there are beers like that, man, dude. Like I try with quads and I'm just like nope. I just can't do this. Well, it's kind of, it's that it's that really intense uh fruity kind of over the top flavor that brings in like the to the like uh the malt. Mm-hmm. Um what's the word I'm thinking of? Not to I was going to say tobacco, that's the wrong word. Uh, oh god. I'll think of it when I'm not thinking about Wookie. it. But um those really heavy beers that I've started to kind of like them a little bit because they tend to be like uh stouts. Oh, toffee, not tobacco. Mm. They have like really big toffee flavor. Uh, like quads and um, other types of beer like that. I've started to kind of like it, but I understand why you hate it. Yeah. I understand. It's just not me, baby. And I'm going to keep trying with olives because I know people swear by them, but maybe it's the vinegar. I don't know. I just don't like vinegar at all. Oh, I love vinegar. And that's probably part of the problem, considering that's a very heavy flavor on that. I love vinegar. Uh, we also just crushed that beer. That was a very easy drinking, fresh hop beer. Yep. And I mean, I think it's just... Super sippable. I think we're starting to see, like, there was a long time in fresh hop, and I, I wonder if we said this last year, but there was a long time in fresh hop where everything was just kind of over the moon in fresh hops, in the sense of it was just like, how hoppy can we make it? It's almost like the hop wars of the... Mid two thousands, or the sorry, the late two thousands, early twenty tens, where it was just how hoppy and how berry can we get? And now everybody's kind of slowing down a little bit, kind of enjoying the hop character, but also making the pint a little more crushable. So our second and final freshie of uh, our first freshie episode is Breakside. What is the name? It's just Fresh Hop. This is so we're we're releasing. I think um, 
four cans of fresh hop this year. Okay. Um, you know us, we're we're in the can game now. <laughs> Where's your ten oligarchs? Come on. And uh, so we're in the can game now. So I think you know I think we're doing eight fresh hops company wide, but we're canning four of them. Uh, this is the first one. This is fresh hop tall guy. Interesting. Using the same strata we used for fresh hop wander jack which was incredible and is probably gone either today or tomorrow. It was moving moving really fast, which reminds me, I forgot to say this in the beer of the week. Uh, I ran into RJ at Berlick. Hi, RJ. I love you. And I also ran into Victor and Sarah, who are big listeners of the podcast. Victor interacts with us a lot at Slabtown, and they were just having some beers and had a very pleasant time with you. So thanks for coming by. I didn't want to forget to give that shout-out. Yes, especially after I gave my shout-out. I yeah, was like... Yeah. I was like, oh. I know. You gave the shout out, and I was like, oh, remember to say hi to Victor and Sarah. And then I talked about my beer of the week, and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Got nothing else to say. <laughs> I forgot you already. Yeah, yeah. So How thanks, does that make you feel? Yeah. So thanks, Victor and Sarah. I had a very I had a very fun time with you guys, despite having to work at the same time. Um, so this gives me watermelon. Ah. This is the watermelon punch, and I know the flavor. This is like, hi, I am a watermelon. Um, bye. The... Uh, this gives me way more of a vegetal on the nose okay. than the Elliot does, but it's not at all that way in the sip, except the very back end, there's like a little bit of like a burst of uh, kind of the vegetal grassy kind of flavor, but I get a lot of watermelon right in the middle. See, I think what's interesting in comparing these, you know, not comparing these, but going back to back on them, I was chatting with Owen about this fresh hop tall guy, fresh guy as we like to call it. Uh, and he was just like, it was just so big, so big. And I, I don't see it that way. I think he's got a great palate and I trust his palate for me. This drinks so much more like an IPA than, than like the Elliot does as like a, I think this is closer to just an IPA than a fresh hop IPA than the Elliot is. Yeah, I would agree. I think there's really great fresh strata character to it but i think i mean that flavor that fruity flavor from it is just popping immediately. yeah but I, th- I think that's a testament to the strata hop strata just plays so well with everybody else it's like the cool kid at the table that's actually really nice to everybody but not just arrogant and mean you know which is kind of why i picked strata for the beer of the week uh was just because i love how it plays and i think this fresh strata is playing really well tall guy is, is majority is citra hopped you know, it was a, it was a single hop citra beer for years, and then some strata kind of came into play. So for me, I mean, I don't have any say in this, but I think it was a smart move for Ben and the crew to use to use strata in this beer. I even smell watermelon on this. Cool. I'm like really proud of myself mm-hmm. because it's a really distinctive flavor, and I get it. Mm-hmm. I smell it. I taste it. It is. It is watermelon. Do you not get the watermelon? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I do, I do, but it, it, I don't know, the beer tastes so different than the Elliot. Yes. That I'm having trouble, like... <laughs> that doesn't mean you can't taste the No, I know, I know. I'm having trouble discerning how I can taste the same thing, but differently. Mm. Does that make sense? Sure. Because I taste that in the Elliot, for sure. I don't know if I get watermelon in this. Well, we have different palates. Yeah, yeah, maybe I get a little peachy out of it. Okay. Yeah, for some, so this is the reason I know this is watermelon to me is last week uh, I tried one of these. It's like an electrolyte pack that you put in water. Like if you worked out really hard, it just like helps you recover faster. Um, It's just like a little powder you put in your water. And it was watermelon flavor. And it was like, it was like Starburst watermelon. Like it was like, (laughs) wow, this is watermelon. Yeah, yeah. And when I took that sip, I was instantly reminded of that water taste. And I was like, 
Yeah, that's watermelon. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what it is. It's what it is. And so there, there's a bunch of other fresh hops out there that I'm going to try to, you know, we, uh, a, a, you know, a sneak peek for next week. Well, um, two weeks. Uh, for next week. Oh, next little, week we're little, not. Yep, little sneak peek for next year. Oh. Taylor, who's a oh, who's a, a great listener and a great contributor behind the scenes to this podcast and interacts with us frequently, dropped off three bottles of different chicha beers. Woo! So we'll dive into those next week. Um, which I'm really excited about because they're like, I think it's like a passion fruit pale and an amber lager. And it's not like we're getting an IPA and a Pilsner and a stout. They're right. like all three of them. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so I'm really excited to dive into that. But that'll what that'll do is that'll give me two weeks to kind of compile some other fresh hop stuff. I know. Um, I'll grab some stuff if I see it as well. Cool, and, and let's communicate. Oh no, we can double up. I don't care. <laughs> uh, like I know Zoigel House dropped their October Fresh again this year, which we just absolutely loved last year. They have another fresh hop that I saw as well. Uh, I think it was their Zoigel Pills. Oh, okay. Fresh hop. That well. could be really fun as well because yeah. I've always enjoyed their Czech Pills. Um, so, so hopefully in two weeks, you know, we'll have a like a variety. I saw Crux's Near Pert out as well. Fresh hop. I liked that one a lot last year. Cool. Um, so yeah, we'll have a variety for our, our, our second episode of this. I'm just excited to do the chicha beers because we were like, mm -hmm. somebody get chicha on the phone. Yeah. And we got chicha on the phone. And then Taylor just hit us up and was like, Hey, I dropped off some beers for you at Slav Town. And I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, bud. And I walked, I was like looking around and I found him in, in, in the walk-in cooler and they were in a box and I grabbed the box and I was like, Oh, cool. I wonder what's in here. Brought it out to the bar. This is after we closed. I set it down, and then I looked on the box, and it had a, a, a faint stamp that said Chicha. And I went, <laughs> I got really excited. And then I opened up, and I'm looking at these beers. I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is going to be super fun. Yes. Yeah, so thanks to you, bud. We're going to do those next week, and I, uh, I'm, over the, I'm over the moon about it. Passion fruit pale. I think that's what it is. I remember so it being like, I remember it being a fruited beer that wasn't like a sour or a wheat ale. So they they say when we when we've had their other beers, they say that they make beer that goes well with their food, which is Mexican food. Right, which I think we should maybe eat some Mexican food before we do it or while we do it. Ooh. Well, eating while we do it. Yeah, that's true. We've done that before in the past and it's not great. It's not great radio. I mean, it was fun to do the burger brawl, the brewer's yeah. burger brawl, but we're taking bites and having to describe flavors, but we're taking bites and there's weird dead air because we're eating and it's silly. Maybe we can eat tacos before. Mm. There's also a really good burrito truck down down the street from here. Oh, really? Just go grab a burrito. And Why are you it. holding out on me? What? I didn't know that. It's, yeah, it's right down Dude, the street. Dude, I eat burritos and tacos for life now. Like It's actually really good, yeah. That's my life force right now is just tacos. I think it's- I'm I, living that Sean Burke life. I, I think keep it's, mentioning this. I think it's just called the Burrito Bar. Oh, okay. And it's just down by where all the little trucks are down here on the South Waterfront. Okay, Over cool. by like Rip City Grill and all that stuff. I'm in. Yeah. We'll get after go, it. Go get a burrito and then- uh, Is it Mexicans making Mexican food? Yeah, it's one guy. It's a high standard for me. It's one guy. Okay, all right. I'm in. I mean, I don't know if he's Mexican, but he's he might be. Okay, cool. I like it. It's good. Okay, great. And they give you interesting options. You can pick four different flavor options, and like one of them spicy, one of them's crunchy, one of them's this or that. It's good. I'm, I'm in. Good. I've been. I, I work with uh, some guys from like uh, the Yucatan and uh, Honduras and uh, Guatemala and and Mexico as well. I mean, Yucatan's in Mexico, but you know what I mean. Uh, and these guys will just be like, "Here, eat this." I'm like, "Okay," and I eat it. And they're like, "It's spicy," and I'm like, "Cool," and I eat it, and it's great. I love spicy. Spicy is the best. I just like Central American food. That's what I've decided. Good. I'm just all into it. Good. 
Central American and Southeast Asian. Gimme, 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 gimme. Mm. I had fun today. You live in a good city for that. I had fun today for lunch. Mm. It's the first five I've had since COVID. I'm not a huge pho guy. It's my life. But that's just because I'm not a big like soup guy. So like, Do you like ramen? Not really. See, I would think you would love ramen because it's a lot more rich. I, I like and I like pho because it's a lot less rich. I, I will say I like both. When I say not really, it's just not like something I would choose your, all the your time. Crave. But uh my last meal might be pho. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. From pho. King Good. <laughs> uh, That's a real no, restaurant. No, no, I really, I re- yeah, I know it is. I really love. Um, there's this little place in Vancouver, kind of out by the mall, out by the the Target on Fourth Plain called Saigon. Um, I like their pho a lot. Mm. And Luke Lock downtown. I, I've always heard I about that place, but I've never been. I don't go out east enough. So everyone says, you know, Pho Oregon out on 82nd is constantly raved as the best pho joint in town. Uh, but I'm never, I'm never. In East Portland. my I live in North Portland, and sometimes, like, I get as far south as Berlick, and as far east as, like, Culmination, and as far west as St. John's, but right. or northwest. So it's like, I live in a, I live kind of in a bubble. Yeah. Then I got my North Portland life. You, you get about as far south as here. This is about as far south yeah, as you go. Yeah, this is about as far south. I mean, sometimes I go to Milwaukee, but that's more work-related. Right, yeah. I, uh, one place I have to go that has been on my list now that everyone's talking about it is PDX Sliders. Oh. Apparently they're incredible. I think you would love that place. And the best burgers in the city. And I'm burgers are my favorite food, mm. number one. And I've never been. So at some point I have to go there. That'll be that'll be my my goal is to go try that. Yep. Your goal can go to eighty second and try the, the the pho place. I just want food. Food's great. I just love food. Or as my Twitter profile said, food is good. And I don't even need to pick it. I just want you to make something and give it to me. That's the best way to eat food. The laziest way to eat food. No, it's the best way to eat food. <laughs> Well, I mean, yes. What are you having? I don't know. What's good? This is good. Cool. I'll have it. <laughs> don't don't they hate when people do that? Well, yeah, I wouldn't do that to a server. But if you okay. like had the opportunity where you can like, like chefs, like chefs dinner, chefs plate, whatever you want to oh, call yeah. it, chefs menu. Yeah, chefs menu. That's life. It's like you sit down. You know, there's six of us sitting down, and they bring out four courses, and you don't even know what they're bringing you. They're just bringing you stuff, and they're like, all good. That's yeah. life. That's that's, l- that's what I mean. I'm not lazy like. You know, like, what, what do you like? Is it, should I get nachos or should I get the quinoa bowl? And it's like, what did you just ask me? Like, one is greasy pub food and the other is like a vegan alternative. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me, man? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've fielded that question before. Should I have a salted caramel stout or a breakside IPA? I'm like, I don't know. Do you want an IPA or a stout? And they're like, I'm feeling like an IPA. I'm like, why are you asking me this question? <laughs> All right, let's let's uh, let's take a little quick break. And we will get into our first experiment yeah. with Berelick's Beer of the Week. This is Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time! Literally here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. As <laughs> As we begin our journey of seeing how this beer changes, if it changes, every week for the next couple of weeks. So we had this on Wednesday, Wednesday, which was day one. It was first available to you guys starting Thursday, or at least late Wednesday night. We had it a little early, Wednesday afternoon. So this will be eight days since we uh, got this beer. So we had it on day one. Uh, I had it on tap on day like four. Mm -hmm. You had a day five. <clears throat> and, and six yeah. and seven and three and two. I mean, and... I haven't had this beer in a couple days. 
I I purposefully last night I was doing my Wednesday night routine and I where I, I I tend to drink I tend to drink a decent amount of beers on Wednesday night not a decent amount but maybe three or four and that's it's your kinda, day off yeah it's one of my days off and that's kind of my time to sample other people's stuff I had a smog, that's what I do on Sunday I had a Smog City IPA last night that I did not enjoy mm. um anyway um so I tend to like kind of session some beers and really kind of get after some stuff and uh, I notably told myself don't drink one of your beers i worked on tuesday so i didn't have one then i think the last time i had one was either sunday or monday so i've had a few days yeah so but yes i should stop drinking this beer for the purpose of this podcast so it's just so good it is great what we want you guys to do with us if it's something you'd like to do with us is uh to have a beer as you're listening to the podcast it's not going to be exactly the same day that we have it, but you know, within the within same the kind realm. of couple of days, you know, depending on when you purchased it, etc. But this is day eight for us. So if you want to try and time it to day eight, let's say you bought it four or five days ago, just wait to listen to this part three days from now and you mm-hmm. can try to time it. Otherwise, you can have your own journey about how the beer changes, if it changes over the course of your own month ahead. We're going to do this uh, four times. This is, I called last week week zero, mm-hmm. like college football week sure, zero, yeah. uh, because Tonight's, we have today's night zero at the gorge. I don't know what that means. Night zero is the night we all show up for the weekend for Dave at the Gorge. Oh, but it's and not it's just happening a giant, of COVID. And it's just a giant party because mm. the first show's on Friday. I forgot that you bought <clears throat> every single Dave ticket humanly possible this year and you can't use any of them. <laughs> yeah. Should be at the Gorge right now. Night zero. That's disappointing. Ah, I'm sorry. God, night zero is my favorite, too. <laughs> it's like my, one of my all-time favorite things in the world is night zero at the Gorge. Everybody shows up. We set up our, our tents or you get your RV situation, whatever you're... <clears throat> camp situation is and then there is literally nothing to do up there so you just party yeah you just get hammed and it's awesome you get close to people you share drinks <laughs> yeah. you can touch mm-hmm. oh and when you, all things you're allowed to do when covid's not a oh, thing. oh and when you leave the amphitheater to go back to the campsite it's about a mile mile and a half walk it's cattle call like you are shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. with people Screaming, it's, singing. It's, it's funny to think drunk, about. It's funny to think about how I've high. done that. I've done that a million times. I feel like, and now I'm like, I don't want to do that at all. <laughs> don't get close to me. Like, there's all these people here. This is bad. This is bad. Yeah, give me six feet, <laughs> six feet, ten feet. I know. I was even thinking, like, what if next year, if they have shows, like, do I wear a mask? Hmm. You know, they in theory, somebody told me they were like, if you have to wear a mask, they wouldn't have shows, right? But do you still just kind of? No, take I, the precaution. I don't know. That's a can of worms. Yeah, I, I I think for me, just in an initial thought with that is, if we have a vaccine, and uh, let's not pretend that a October vaccine is going to be real and working. Um, let's not pretend that, guys. Okay. Yes. Don't buy into the hype from whatever the CDC is promoting. When we have a vaccine, I kind of just feel like you're good. Yeah. Like I don't. I hate wearing the mask. I wear it because we have to, but it's a pain in the ass. You wear it all day, every day, and your 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 mind will change because I've just gotten used to it. It's phone, keys, wallet, mask. Well, I agree. You're used to it, <clears throat> but it doesn't make it fun. No. Like, it doesn't make it my fine. My job isn't fun. Well, it doesn't well, make... That, that's not true. Some of my job is awesome. <laughs> it doesn't make it fun. It doesn't make it fine. It just... It's a thing that you have to do. So when we have the vaccine and you get, like, the flu shot, and you're like, oh, cool, like, we're good... I'm not, unless I'm required to, if it's an option, I'm not wearing the mask all right, all <laughs> because right. I don't want to anymore. Say la vie. That's just me. <clears throat> That's just me. All right. Uh, you made a very uh, passionate 
fist pump <laughs> body shimmy when you took your first sip of day eight of our beer? <clears throat> first and foremost, I think this beer is great. Yeah. Um, do I think it's the best Berlick beer I've ever had? I don't think so. And that is, there, there are multiple facets of that, you know? I mean, when you've made punk rock time as much as they've made it, you kind of have the opportunity to dial things in a little bit. You're perfecting it. You know, it, yeah. you're perfecting it. This is the, the, the first batch of, be fun if you did this again. It'd be cool, guys. <laughs> um, so there's that. But this beer kind of- gets really good reviews, maybe you want to do it again. <laughs> this, this beer kind of really hits me in kind of all my spots. I don't know, just drink. There's there's a little you know there there it is a very dank resinous forward, um, but there's still a little tropical. It's still really dry, and the ABV is the scariest part of this beer because it doesn't drink like a seven percent. And that's one of the most common feedback we've heard from people is you kind of see and you're like seven percent. Like I gave one to Ben the other day, and he Ben Ben Edmonds, and he goes seven seven two. Ooh, and I was like it's scary, dude. Because it doesn't drink like that. It is very crushable. And that's what we've heard from a majority of your responses is how easy drinking this is. Upon review, eight days later. Upon further review. um, I'm loving the aroma on this. Yes. It it is. I feel like it's really starting to kind of blossom Mm -hmm. in the aroma. Um, I think the aroma might really be hitting its stride now. I think the beer itself is still fairly similar to being fresh for I, me. I'm having a little bit of a different experience. The aroma is bigger. It is incredible. The aroma is way bigger than eight days ago. Uh, I'm getting a lot more of the hop character right up front. In our very first day sipping it, it was it was kind of, I don't want to say the word was muted, but you got <clears> it, <throat> but all the guys there said the hops are green right now. Mm-hmm. They haven't fully gotten to their full development yet. You take a sip after that first nose, or first nose, that first smell of it, punched yeah. right in the face. Mm-hmm. And it keeps that consistently through and then has a nice little fruity finish at the end of it like it did before. To me, this has changed slightly. It's become okay. more hop forward. Before it was hop middle. Mm-hmm. It was like you took the sip, you're like, oh, cool. And then it was like, oh, there's the hops and some bitterness. And then you had the sweetness at the back end. And you're feeling it a lot more up front. Now up front, I'm getting a lot of it as it kind of transitions into the sweetness. So that's kind of interesting that it kind of opened <clears throat> up in eight days. Yeah, I, I love I love how this beer kind of lingers on the palate. Uh, the, the the kind of hop character still lingers. And I'm actually, I'm actually tasting, I should have asked Ben because I don't know what he used for... Uh, Ben Parsons, ben to, Parsons be, yes. <laughs> to be clear with you peop- you beer people and everyone named Ben. Um, I didn't ask him what the malt build was, but I think I'm starting to feel a little more of that body as well. It's still light body. It's still West Coast. It's not overpronounced, but as I'm trying to like kind of at the back end of it, the sip, yeah. I'm kind of feeling the, the, what's the best way to explain this? I'm starting to feel a little more of that complimentary malt to the body. I feel like there, for me, it's the word is like richness. There's a little bit of richness know, that comes yeah, in the bottom. I, I, I was afraid to use that word because it's not rich. Right. You know what I mean? But yes, that kind of, that it it's it's a little more filling, mm-hmm. I feel, right now. And maybe that's the hops just kind of pulling that out of the mall or just giving the beer a little time to, to breathe. So eight days later for us, the nose is... Incredible. Is, is there. It's incredible. It's just, that nose is just like Simcoe, Simcoe, Simcoe. <laughs> yeah. And then to me, it's got a little bit more hop character right off the top. 
And then the middle and the back end still are very similar to our very first day. Minus, you're right, a little bit of the body, mm-hmm. a little bit of the fullness. The I mean, I'll say richness just because it's the first word that came into yeah. my head. Kind of is there as well at the back end of the sip. So interesting. It's yes. interesting how it's been eight days. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's at least for me already not wildly different, but you can tell the differences. Yeah, I kind of went into this. I kind of went into this and <clears throat> set the bar. I'm going to have to do this for next week because next week it's going to hit my sweet spot of where I like IPAs. So I don't want to like placebo myself. But I, what I've been trying to do is set the bar really low. Expect no changes is kind of how I've been looking at right. this because I think it'd be really easy for us because we're doing this experiment. It's e- I think it'd be easy for us to slide into this isn't an experiment. This is what's going to happen. And that might not be the case. Right. Hence, I'm just trying to remind myself this is an experiment. We could taste this beer in three weeks and I'd be like, it's exactly the same. Which is possible. I'm not going in with any expectations because I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. So for me, this is a totally new experiment and I'm just kind of open-minded, ready to go. Yeah, I've just been told that beer changes over time and I have not really ever paid attention to it. So that's kind of my mindset for it. You know what hasn't changed? How badass this can looks. Oh, it's great. It's absolutely great. And this beer is incredible. Yep. Thanks, guys. Seriously. We love you. I... (laughs) I mean, the beer's amazing. We love ya. Like, the amount of beers that we've had, mm-hmm. that we've talked about in our weekend beer and all that kind of stuff, where it's like, oh, I tried this, this, and this, and this was really good, and this was good, and I enjoyed this, I enjoyed this. And there's the rare one where you were like, that beer, I couldn't put down. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the Thunder Island uh, DTF, the forest one. I forget yeah. what they called it exactly. Well, I had that, I was like, whoa. Like, I couldn't put it down. It's rare that you get that. Mm-hmm. And I'm, this is not just because we collab with this on you guys, uh, with you guys, and it's not just because like our name is on this beer. This beer is just it's good that good. It's a good beer. Like you have the sip and you're like, yes, yeah, that's it, what I wanted. Yeah, there's no pretense about it. It's just you know we try to be honest and constructive on this podcast. You know we will you know we will talk about things that we don't like, uh, but you know the rules are the rules. You know I know the rules and so do you, and. <laughs> If there's something you don't like, you must be able to back it up with valid reasoning. Mm -hmm. It's all opinion-based. This stuff's all opinion-based. In fact, I would love it if somebody out there hit us up and was like, I had it and I didn't love it. I would love to know why. I would love to know if it's a preference thing or if, in fact, my my judgment is clouded. You know? I mean, so far we haven't. And... Anytime we reach out for negative stuff from people, nobody gives it to us. But, you know, I would love to hear from somebody why they did Except for that one for person it. who put a one-star review on Apple Podcasts, you jerk. God! <laughs> Just kidding. It's okay. He said it. He actually apologized and said it was my fat fingers. I didn't mean to press one. But you know. Then write another one. <laughs> he did. But the one-star still stays there. <laughs> Just gnawing at me. Um, yeah. So again, thank you guys so much uh, for listening to the podcast. Thank you to the Barrel Lake guys who are probably listening right now for making this beer with us. Uh, it's been, it's been incredibly fun so far, um, and rewarding for us. And hopefully it's been rewarding for you guys. Mm -hmm. So, uh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks guys. We'll be doing this beer for beer of the week. Every week, three more times, uh, for one month total days, eight, or basically day 7, 14, 21, 28. Yep. M- plus, plus or, or minus. minus a day. Um, just to see how it goes. And uh, they still have the beer. So as long as they've got it, you guys can go to either of their locations or get it online. 
and do home delivery uh, while they have it in cans and, and Nick, uh, try it for yourself. And Nick's gonna let me know when they get low. And if they get low, I'll throw it out on the pot on the on the uh, Instagram page. Just last make, call. Just kind of a last call. Yeah. Gotcha. Ooh, that's a good name for me. <laughs> That out into the ether. Put that out in the ether. But it's our no trademark. Trademark. TM. Trademark. Trademark. TM. Is that how trademarking works? You just say TM you just and it's say trademarked? TM and they're like, oh man, I can't trademark it. They don't actually like mm. it. Up. Last call. TM. C in a circle. Copyrighted. There you go. Isn't there one more? R. Sure, reserved whatever. or something. Sure. Whatever. Anyway, next week on the podcast, we will be drinking the Chicha beers from one of our podcast P1s, Taylor, who dropped them off for us, and then we'll get back into 2020 freshies number two. In two weeks. Yep. And we will once again, on day 14 or 15, try this beer during Beer of the Week. Find us, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, OmniRadio.com, 1080TheFan.com. Rate, review, su- subscribe, and download anything you do that you have not done. It helps us, so please do so. Uh, social media, Instagram.com slash beers on us. And we'll see you guys next week. says. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com.